Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to Cars and Health Bars. On today's episode, we cover the most recent event at Beach Bend Raceway Park, Nostalgia Nationals, formerly known as Hot Rod Reunion. Also, we get into some of my favorite survival games. Let's jump right into it. Hey guys, future, future me here. So, the episode you're about to listen to uh, is... The first half of a pre-recorded episode that I that we did with uh, that I did with Jordan prior to uh, his vacation, so uh, we said some really nice things about automotive ADHD, uh, and of course I do in my segment. You'll notice a very clear transition after about two minutes into the episode that it is another semi-intro into a different episode. It's just simply because I wanted to get Jordan's side of the story on how, what it was like for him being on automotive ADHD. I didn't want to leave that out because, you know, it'll be old news next week. So I wanted to make sure I got that in. So if it's a little weird, I'm sorry. I just wanted to get Jordan's take in. So uh, with that being said, let's get right into it. So I just want to preface this by saying it's pre-recorded. Uh, as of this time, Jordan will probably be out on vacation doing his own thing, hitting sound bites. Awesome. Well, uh, kind of, uh, this is a little bit of a nitty gritty episode. Uh, I do want to plug before we get too far into it. By now, you would have already, uh, by now, it should already be out, but we were on a podcast called uh, the Automotive ADHD podcast, uh, broadcasted yeah. to uh, Colorado. Also on uh, Rumble, YouTube, maybe Spotify. I don't know exactly where it's at, but just look them up wherever you get your podcasts, Automotive ADHD, and look for our episode. Please do us a huge solid. Go over to his show. Show him some support on our episode. Let him know you're from us to uh, maybe uh, show him that we we got the power and maybe get some more collabs going. He was a lot of fun to work with. Uh, very professional. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed talking to him. Yeah, uh I don't. It kind of tickled me too, because a little bit behind the scenes, we were only supposed to shoot, I think, like two ten-minute segments or something. Uh, but whenever we went to break after the first segment, he's like, "Man, that went over a little bit." He's like, "Man, I, I'm really enjoying this. Why don't we? Why don't we just do two fifteens? Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, yo, that's awesome." Uh, yeah. I mean, what was it? What What was it like for you going on? Uh, going on that show? I enjoyed. it. I didn't really know what to expect, but. You know, he just had, he had a really good, like, radio voice, first of all. (laughs) That was, like, real enjoyable to listen to him. That's the first thing I told him whenever we got on a phone call together. I was like, geez, dude. I was like, you were born for radio. He's like, yeah, I heard that. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I'm not going to lie, dude. I was so nervous. I was like, man, this, but after talking to him he he really makes you feel kind of at home like it, it kind of feels like his yeah, podcast sure. is uh it, it was weird being interviewed though like it, it was weird i liked it i did too it just like because no, normally i'm the one having to having to kind of generate questions and stuff like that and think it kind of if it, it felt weird being on the other side of the spectrum but it, it was like a nice weird it was like kind of refreshing cool fresh air yeah I'm hoping we could do some more collabs in the future. Uh, so if you if you watch another automotive podcast or you know a podcast that you think we could uh, relate to their demographic, uh, let me know. Let them know. You know we can get in contact. Uh, it's a lot of fun trying to uh, connect and join audiences with other podcasts for sure. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, 
some top of the show stuff before we jump right into it. Uh, if you're from the Automotive ADHD show, you come to list our show, check it out. I want to say thank you so much for uh, checking out our show. We had so much fun being on Matt's podcast. Uh, it was a blast. I And if you aren't, you definitely should go over to the Automotive ADHD show and check out our episode. It's Matt's most recent episode if you're watching this episode as soon as it comes out. We had a lot of fun. We cover a lot of stuff, and uh, I hope we get the chance to go back on Matt's show. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Also, if you're from the uh, Bowling Green uh, Hot Rod Reunion or the Smiths Grove uh, ECHS Car Show and you're watching, uh, I want to say, again, thank you so much for checking out our show. Uh, we don't really sit down and thank the viewers very often, but I want to extend that thanks to you all today. Uh, we really appreciate you listening into the show, and I hope you enjoy it, and I hope it don't disappoint. So, like I said, some top-of-the-show stuff to get out of the way. You'll notice that uh, I'm by myself today. Uh, we had pre-recorded a episode to cover today, but we received such a massive... Uh, boost in viewership after going on automotive adhd as well as the most recent car show that we really put our names out there so and if i'm being brutally honest about our uh, our that episode it, it was a little uh, sluggish we literally recorded two back to back so <clears throat> unfortunately that show was uh, in in my opinion a little lackluster we were kind of uh we even admitted in the podcast we're like man this is really just a stream at this point you know it's, it was uh it was a little rough around the edges i think we're gonna put that episode in the rainy day fund for uh, maybe a sick day or something but uh yeah i wanted to put out something fresh something new uh for you new listeners uh to not not disappoint and uh another thing too uh I, I we might have a special guest somewhere in this episode. Uh, I I might have a pop in on a most recent TikTok hot take that we posted in our last episode. If you've been keeping up with us, but without further ado, let's uh, let's jump right into this, man. Uh, so being being near uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky, I've always heard uh, about Hot Rod Reunion. And how I needed to go to it, you know, like, I go to LS Fest every year. I've been going to LS Fest for probably, like, I don't know, probably six years now. Probably a lot longer than that. I've been going for a long time. Ever since I could drive them. Ever since I could drive almost. So I guess that would make it closer to, like, eight years. Uh, but I, I've always heard, man, if you like LS Fest, you are going to love Hot Rod Reunion. And I'm like, yeah, I, I you know, I just, I, I'm... I love the hot rods, don't get me wrong, especially like the 60s and 70s body styles, but I I don't know, I don't know what kept me away, if it was the fact that it was like super hot during the hot rod reunion, but I don't know, I buckled down and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go, and you know, it's not that I didn't want to go, it's just I didn't really have, I wasn't very motivated to go, I guess, because, you know, I don't know, but... Man, I will say I had a blast at Hot Rod Reunion, and I, I, I'll agree with people. It was, I will, a lot of people kept telling me it was as big as LS Fest. I will say I don't think that's true, if I'm being brutally honest, because LS Fest, there's way, way more going on. There's the autocross, there's the drifting. They've even started doing mud and road, like the mud course stuff for like the off-road guys, as well as drag racing. But we went for one day. Uh, we were there on Saturday, and really the only thing going on was drag racing, which is fine. I'm not knocking that at all. But for people to say that it's as big as LS Fest, I'll have to uh, I'll have to contest that because LS Fest is enormous. Like, 
I don't know. I will say though, for Hot Rod Reunion, it, it it's like there was a there was a humble amount of people. There wasn't it wasn't overcrowded like LS Fest typically is. And another thing too, I'll I'll knock LS Fest. There is way too many golf carts at LS Fest. I get it. There's a lot of drag racers there, but if if you got a golf cart, you either need to be uh, needing it like being disabled or old, you know, not being able to get around. Otherwise, you brought your golf cart there to be a pit vehicle. That golf cart should not be running around the car show to uh, save you from walking. Like, if you're able to walk, you need to, like, get around and walk around. Your golf cart's just getting in the way of everybody else, and it's really frustrating. But I do think LS Fest has started to crack down on that. It seems like they really are trying to keep the pit vehicles in the pit, and uh, I appreciate that a lot. But Hot Rod Reunion, I will say, and I'm a big drag racer at heart. Absolutely, like, die hard, I love drag racing. I could watch drag racing all day long. But I I don't know. I found myself kind of just, like, I, I don't know if I really enjoyed it that much at Hot Rod Reunion. And I'm probably going to get some hate for that. But it was just mostly, uh, like, your funny cars. And I was like, what? Like, th these funny cars aren't even, like, they're, they're not... Yes, they are designed to look like these 60s body style cars. Like, that's what the frame, the, the outside is supposed to look like. But they're not. They're these funny cars. And I don't know. I just kind of felt it was a little disingenuous. It's like Hot Rod Reunion. I was expecting there to be, like, these 60 model Camaros making passes, which there were. But it just, like, I don't know if it was the weird timing. We, we watched Drag Race for, like, a couple hours. But it mostly just seemed like... The, the funny cars were, were the main thing. And there was some there was some nice, like, gassers there. But, I don't know. It, the drag racing wasn't what I thought it was going to be, unfortunately. And I might get some hate for that. And it might have been an off year for them. I don't know. I'm just giving my opinion on what it was like this year for my first and uh, first experience. With that being said, though, uh, the big highlight for me was the car show. Oh, my God, man. There was, like, car show was so nice. And... You know, I'm going to throw even more hate at LS Fest, and kind of not at the same time, because everybody says, oh, I'm not going to LS Fest because I like variety. I get that, but at the same time, yes, there are a lot of GM cars, but there are also a lot of cars that are non-GM swaps, like engine swaps with the LS, and it's very unique to see. But with that being said, they still do have a point. There are a lot of GM cars there, and that's to be expected. They came out with an LS LT, so it's like, why would you not go there? You know, be like me and Jordan. We got Camaros. We're not, like, out here showing them because they're nice. We buy our show and shine passes because we're like, hey, we can get a nice parking spot inside the facility because we got an LS, you know. <laughs> Call it what you want to, but it's our hustle, man. But getting back to my point, what I really liked about Hot Rod Reunion, I keep calling it Hot Rod Reunion. I, I want to make a point again, like I made in the intro. This is now called Nostalgia Nationals, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but I keep calling it Hot Rod Reunion because that's what it's been for years and years and years. I think they did a rebrand uh, recently, either this year or last year. But uh, getting back to my point, the car show was so unique, man. There was no two cars alike. There was, like, so much variety. Like, oh, my gosh, I, I've never seen so much variety in my life. It was, like, you might have, like, a first-gen El Camino over here and, You've got, like, a 30s model Ford over here, and it's just, like, there's so much variety, and, like, it's crazy, too, because a lot of these old-timers, 
like uh, my uncle included, he's got a super super nice first gen Camaro. Like no telling how many miles it has on it. It's got it like it's so fresh and minty. He definitely keeps he keeps it in a storage container, and I don't I don't blame him. Like there's a lot of cars out there that it's like they literally just get them out for this show. Like very few shows a year, so it's like it's your opportunity to see these like guys' cars that they're like keeping just to show at these really big shows and you got to respect that you got to appreciate that you know, like some of these guys have cars that are like one of you know a hundred you know maybe even fewer than that yeah we saw a lot of uh incredible cars out there definitely definitely got the itch for an el camino out there because i'm already kind of like that style of vehicle is like right up my alley there is a lot of really nice cars and uh even like the bikes, if you're big into bikes, they were there too. Uh, like the old like rat rod bikes, they were there. Not really up my alley, but it was nice to see them. I think one of them was like even the first like motorcycle to even race on a drag strip. That was like super unique to see. I was so if you are from our last video, you saw how we kind of do the bracket style. I really wanted to put the hot rod reunion cars. Uh, which I took a few pictures. I, there is no way I could have got a picture of every single car. There were like hundreds and hundreds, maybe even a thousand cars there. There was so many cars there. There's no way I was going to get a picture of every car. I took a picture of my favorites for sure. But I wanted to pin them up against the uh, the the most recent car show that uh, Summer Kimmel put on for the soccer team. But it just it wasn't fathomable. There's just like I don't. I think that's kind of the issue we ran into with our, our last video is like we took the cars and coffee cars and put them up against modified world's meat and it's just like it's not really fair because you've got these cars at, at Hot Rod Reunion that are literally like one-off cars like there's like hardly any left that are in good shape and it's like you can't put a car like that down. I mean I definitely could could combat some of, uh, some of Jordan's things you know. I will say I'm more on the drag car side, like especially uh, we kind of had a take with uh, with Summer Kimmel's car with the Catfish Camaro single turbo with the step side truck in our last episode, and she called us out for it, and rightfully so. You know, I should have gave more pushback. Jordan will definitely die on that hill if that step side was clean, and I don't I don't disagree. But if it was up to me, you know, I would I, I'm boost all day long, and I've been wanting a catfish for a long time. <clears throat> So, but yeah, it just didn't make sense to put those Hot Rod Nationals car or uh, Hot Rod Reunion cars up against the the our local car event. It just didn't make sense. Uh, that being said, we're either which we took pictures of every car at Summer's car show. Uh, I think we're probably just going to do a solo bracket of that, uh, just kind of to you know f see see what was kind of best in show in in, in the bracket form. Uh, I. We might even do that with the Hot Rod Reunion cars by themselves, but I don't know. There was just like, it's so hard to pick one or the uh, over the other, and I guess that is what makes that format so much fun is because you never really know what, what the outcome's going to be. You know, a car that could potentially win could be going against, uh, like, the car that does win in first round. It's like we're sitting here picking, like, I don't know. It is a fun format. I really love it. It's probably my favorite format that we do, honestly. But if you have any uh, if you have any opinions on how we should go about doing those two car events brackets, uh, hit me up on social media and let me know. And also, I want to say I came across a really nice car uh, just on like a random Facebook meme group that I was looking to put podcast memes in. It was like a 
Ford Hatch SI or something. I don't I don't know much about the Ford cars, but man, that thing was so clean. I even told the guy, I'm like, I'm I'm true like domestic LS American muscle as it gets, but man, that car is like so clean. That brings me to the point of should we do an episode where we just pull cars from like you know Facebook, Instagram and rank them i think that would be a lot of fun and a lot of way to bring new viewers in uh is saying hey you want to submit your car you want to be on the podcast we got you so i guess kind of what i'm teasing at if you guys listening if our listeners are uh wanting us to do that we would love to rank your guys's cars that sounds like an amazing idea just doing a whole separate bracket dedicated to our listeners or people on the internet uh I would say the best way to get your uh, photo of your car to us if you want to uh, participate in that is uh, on our social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram. I'm not sure if TikTok lets you share pictures or not, but yeah, our, our social is the same as the podcast at Cars and Health Bars. So yeah, hit a, hit us up with your car pictures and some opinions. Uh, we uh, leave, leave information about mods or don't. You know, it's it's kind of fun either way to. Uh, to judge judge the book by its cover uh, without knowing the modifications and also kind of theorize, well, if he has this done, that's definitely going to boost him up. That's going to give him this edge that he needs to win this uh, win this round of the bracket. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that would be a lot of fun get the viewers involved. And uh, definitely, it, even if you're listening from the last podcast, uh, if your car was in the last podcast, send it back. You know, we'll we'll put it back in, you know. I love it. I love getting everybody involved. It's it's so much fun to see your car on the podcast and uh, get some more eyes on your build and just get some respect on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but yeah, all in all, I really enjoyed the Hot Rod Reunion. There was a lot of stuff for sale, too. Uh, if you're if you're building a hot rod, like, at rear ends for sale, body panels for sale, like, there's a little bit of everything. I didn't see blo- full-on blocks for sale, but I'm sure they were there, too, because there was a big... Uh, I don't remember if it was Jags or Summit uh, booth set up. Didn't really do much walking around. I got like, like I was saying about it being in uh, June, like the middle of June. I got fried. I I brought sunscreen but didn't put it on. You know, what what good is that? <laughs> but I think all in all we were there for about I don't know four hours maybe. We didn't stay long because uh, that morning was Summer's car show, so we were like we were getting pretty uh pretty tired because we had a. Summer's car show we got up early for. We even showed up a little bit late to it. Didn't stay long. We got enough. We got. We were there long enough to get photos of every car, talk to a few people, a few local guys and gals, and then we uh, moseyed on over to uh, Bowling Green Beach Bend and uh, did that. And it was a long day. On top of, like I said, Jordan being out, he he left for his vacation uh, that Monday morning. So it was like he hadn't even packed. It it was it was a very chaotic weekend. And I will say, while we're on the topic of being chaotic, you you definitely want to get some friends and uh, and yourself on these podcasts this month. We're having our mini-series. We have everything, uh, for the most part, set in stone for uh, July. It's going to be a very, very uh, packed month with episodes. I'm still kind of trying to decide whether I want to do uh, our mini-series over the podcast, like... I'm telling you guys, these these miniseries episodes are going to be big, especially if you're a local person. There's going to be a lot of uh, local guys uh, that we're going to be interviewing, and uh, I I don't really want to spill the beans yet, try to get some anticipation going, but you guys are not going to be disappointed with some of the guests that we're going to have on, and you're not going to miss it. So if you're not followed to the podcast, you need to follow the podcast, and if there's a way to turn notifications on, you're going to want to put them on because uh, 
I, I will go ahead and tell you for sure we are launching the mini series on the 4th of July. It's going to be a big 4th of July special. I'm super excited. It's going to be so much fun. So you're not going to want to miss it. So that being said, I'm going to leave uh, I'm going to leave a time slot here just in case I have uh, have my secret special guest on. If if we don't, then I guess uh, you guys got cut short a little bit. So without being said, let's hop right into the gaming segment. So we're back. Our solo episode, you know the deal. So, something that I can't really... I can talk to Jordan about, but at the same time, it, it's a little difficult too because he's not as into the survival games as I am. If I had to brand myself as a favorite genre of game, I, I think I could definitely be tacked to the survival game genre because that's that's what I... I don't know if it's just like... I just get so attached to a game to where I can spill like mindless mindless hours worth of time into i don't know it's just like my brain loves it because typically what i'll do is i will have a uh, i'll have my game on my main monitor you know doing my survival game and on my monitor above my main screen i'll always have like a youtube video going or a tv series so i don't know if it's just my brain want to consume two types of content being me gaming and also watching tv but man i love it so much like if I could just rattle off some examples, like, of course, we talked about Minecraft. That's something we kind of both get into a lot, but, you know. He's more in it to beat the game really fast. Uh, maybe not even really fast. He, he's just in it to, like, beat the beat the Ender Dragon, kill the weather, all that good stuff. And I'm kind of over here like, man, I'm trying to build, like, a freaking ginormous base or, like, get... I've, I'm really big into villagers. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to get these villagers going. I'm trying to get us some, like diamond gear without even having to go in a cave you know uh arc i've i've talked about before i've spent mindless mindless hours on arc and it's just like i'm i'm so excited for arc 2 but at the same time i'm also like trying to prepare myself to receive a gut punch by wild card just ready to kind of be disappointed at the same time because it just seems like we always get our hopes up and then just like the wind gets knocked out of us yeah, Ark for me, it's just like, it's one of those games where you almost have to speed it up, especially if you're like playing solo. For you to be able to enjoy the game, you have to speed it up. There's no way. If if you're sitting here telling me you're playing Ark solo at like normal tame rate, no, normal XP rate, everything, I'm like, dude, you are insane. Like, yeah, way too much time on your hands because something like, even a Pterodon takes so, so long to tame. It's almost insane. Like, it should not be right for you to take that long to tame a Pterodon. Like, uh, a game that I haven't really talked about is uh, called Green Hell. That game is, like, so much fun for, like, no reason at all. And it is so difficult. I'm not going to lie. I have the game. I've played, I've, I've probably put, like, close to maybe 20 or 30 hours into it. Not a terrible lot, but... Man, I had to put that game on peaceful. I'm not even going to lie. I might get some hate for that. But it's like that game is so extremely difficult. It has a learning curve that is like impossible. Like you constantly have to be watching your vitals. You constantly have to be making sure a leech didn't get on you. Like disease is like crazy. Not only that, but it's just like the environment is constantly fighting you. Whether it's the rain, whether it's the predators. That's why I had to turn off the turn the difficulty off because the predators, man. It's like as soon as you get set up in a good spot, you would just get like attacked, and it's just like, what in the world? Why? <laughs> why? Why does this happen to me? Why did I deserve this? 
uh, yeah, that game fundamentally it has a lot of things that I like about it. I wish the building was a little bit like I wish there was more you could do with building on there. They might have updated. I haven't played it in probably like six months, but I I enjoyed it so much for what it was worth. I really did. Let's see. Uh, I, I tried playing, which we've talked about it before. I tried playing Project Zomboid. But that game, too, that's another one of those games where it's like, my God, that game has a learning curve that feels almost impossible to get over. Like, you can't sprint. If you sprint, then it'll attract every zombie in the world. Same with driving. And it seems like every other house has an alarm in it. And you finally get set up, and then a zombie horde runs you out of where you're set up at. I don't know, man. I never got, I never got really good at uh, Project Zomboid. And I really enjoyed it, too. And I, I kind of get what people say. It's like Sims but with zombies, but I, that's kind of. I think the with zombies is very uh, understated because uh, there the zombies is a very big issue. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I get that kind of with the reading, the exercise, all that. I, I kind of get that. Uh, there, there's a few survival games that you guys just w probably wouldn't even have even heard of. Castle Miner Z being an example. It's an indie game. It's kind of like Minecraft, but. I don't know. It's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to say it's like Minecraft because it really, especially if you're playing endurance mode, it's this mode where you essentially start in like a grassy biome, and your objective is to kill this like undead dragon or whatever. So you you're sprinting through all these biomes. First it's grass, then it's sand, and then it's like cliffs, and then it's snow, and then you get to like this. Basically, they call it Mineral Island, but it's like a biome where it's like nothing but stone on top and like minerals. Like you got your iron, your copper, your diamonds, all that. And then after that, it's like nothing but like a underworld landscape. There's like fire and lava everywhere, and that's essentially where you fight the dragon at. But like the best strategy is to go underground and travel that way because there's the mob, like the mobs and the enemies you encounter in in that is like so so crazy like it's and if the enemy like touches you, you like get slowed down there's no way to make armor game's pretty hardcore not gonna lie like i've never beat it before george's convinced that we could beat it pretty easily but i feel like we gave it a shot not too long ago and it did not go well at all that game's one of those games where you gotta spill some hours into it and then like endurance mode is so hardcore like if you can't you can't really, like, you can stop and, like, build a base or whatever, but you can't, like, stop, stop. You can't exit to main menu and go play something else or nothing like that. You're literally, like, you're in it until it's over with. That's I, where the name comes from, Endurance, because you have to endure throughout this period. There's no saving. If, if everybody in your party dies, you spawn back at spawn. But, like, if, if one person is still alive and you die, you're going to respawn on that person with all your stuff in your hotbar and an empty inventory. So uh, it it's a lot of fun, and it's honestly slept on. If you and your buddies are just like bored out of your mind one weekend and need something to play, I think a Castle Miner Z four pack like they literally sell the game by the pack. I think like a four pack's like maybe tw I don't even want to say it's twenty dollars. It's like ten bucks for a four pack. It's pretty crazy. I think the let me check the st st store page on here real quick because it there ain't no way. Yeah, a four pack uh, for Castle Miner Z is eight bucks. Like. You buy that game for like four of your buddies and go have fun on the weekend. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, but that game is insanely fun for what it is off base value. 
Uh, Van Halen, I've talked about recently. It's just one of those games where I hated it at first, and then I really, really enjoyed it. One of the, it's a Viking open world game. I haven't even touched the iceberg, top of the iceberg on this game. Like, there's so many bosses. I think I've beat, like, I think I've only beat one boss. But it's kind of unique because uh, you have to beat the boss of the area you're in to progress to the next area. So it's like you set up a base in one area and then you, you beat the boss and then you just move on to the next base and then build a base up there. And it's kind of unique. And there's like you can make portals to travel throughout your bases. It's a, it's kind of a lot to it for what it is. I, I really enjoyed the game the second time around playing it by myself. I don't know why I didn't enjoy it the first time. But I guess that's an important lesson to... Uh, Go back and, and, and try stuff. If you don't like it, maybe, maybe it was just a bad experience. Like, go back and, and try it again, you know? A survival game that I've been on recently, uh, Sons of the Forest, me and my wife just beat it. Uh, that game was a lot of fun. Like, if you ever played The Forest or watched someone play The Forest, The Forest 2 is like, oh my gosh, they could not have done better with a sequel. It is so great. There's, like, so many new features uh, the building system, oh my god. Like I said, I'm a big builder guy in survival games. God, the building is so much better. You could do so much with building now. It's so fun. I can't get over how much fun the building system is uh, now on, on Sons of the Forest. Like, I could literally just dedicate a world to, to nothing but building, honestly. Uh, though I can't talk about survival games without talking about Seven Days to Die. Another one of my personal favorite games, and it's... It's on its newest version, uh, too. It's on Alpha 21. Uh, if you haven't heard, you know, I did a whole episode covering what was going to be in Alpha 21. I've yet to do a full, full pay playthrough. I think me and Jordan got to, like, day two or three in our in our playthrough. But essentially, uh, a zombie survival game, very fun. It's been around for a long time. It's kind of hard to believe it's still in Alpha, but I guess they're taking their time with it. It's probably a small company. But if you played it before, or maybe... Gosh, I'm tired. Sorry. <laughs> uh, maybe you've played it before and sat it down, but man, they've changed so much in that game. It's so much more challenging. They took out water, uh, like water bottles and all that, like empty jars, I think is what I'm trying to say, where you can't refill them and then go boil them and drink them. Like getting water is a lot more complicated now. It's like you got to have a rain catcher or like I recently found a water purifier helmet attachment, but I've been using it a lot, and it doesn't seem like murky water gives me that much thirst, so I'll have to look into it. I think if you drink murky water, I think the water purifier allows you to drink murky water, but I think there's like something where if you do drink the murky water, it doesn't give you as much hydration, which kind of, uh, it kind of balances everything out. I would appreciate that because it's like, after you get that water purifier, it's pretty much GG. Like, you don't have to make a, make a, do collector or anything like there's no sense in it because you just come across so much murky water it's not even worth wasting your time and trying to set all that up but I, i've really uh I, i'm ready to get into some seven days especially having this weekend coming up i think there uh, i think there is a car show this weekend but i don't think i'll be attending i think i'm just going to be hanging out uh probably playing some video games you know just kind of doing stuff around the house, you know? But I don't, I don't want to uh, ramble on for too long, guys. This is kind of just a short episode. Like I said, Jordan's out of town. So just kind of throwing out a quick show for you guys. Make sure you guys have something to listen to at, at work or at home. You know, I'm curious. If you guys uh, 
want to uh, let me know, that'd be really neat. Let me know on uh, social media when what you think about the podcast and where you listen to it at. Personally, I listen to podcasts at work, uh, you know. Love it. There, I don't think I could get through my day without listening to a podcast, or I'd probably go nuts. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, I'll go ahead and throw it to an outro. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hi, guys. A uh, little bit more of a laid-back episode for you today. Uh, didn't really mean for it to go that direction, but, hey... No, I'm only as good as my co-host. Uh, I'll be glad to have him back next week. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure you leave us a rating, leave us a like, all that good stuff. Follow the podcast, and we will catch you guys next week.